0: here we go again with another inspirational conversation to help you with your journey towards improvements with inflammatory arthritis. Today's guest is Louise. She's from Warrnambool, which is a part of Victoria, which is the southern area of Australia. And this is our very first conversation. We have jumped on this Zoom call and we've had about a five-minute chat. And I have not deliberately ask too many questions because I want to hear Louisa's story myself for the very first time. And it's a story of recovery and it's a story of hope and transformation. And she grew up on a dairy farm, she tells me. So uh, her, herself and I both have that in common, given that I grew up on a farm as well. And it was common to, uh, to you know not shop for the meat in the family, but to source it from the farm. And uh, we are going to hear Louise's story now and she tells me it's a good one. So thank you, Louise, for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you Clint, for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yes. Oh, yes, yes. And I could tell from our email exchanges, you sent, you, know, you sent initially an email saying, I really want to come on the podcast. You've been wanting to do so for some time and you feel like now's the time. And so tell us what are we going to expect here? What's the trailer of our experience today?
1: Yeah, sure. So I was diagnosed with um, seronegative rheumatoid arthritis over a year ago, and I really want to give a great snapshot to my recovery and the journey um, with the Clint Patterson program and how I'm feeling now um, and some tips and some inspiration on uh, overcoming the disease.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, how did it sort of begin for you? What were the first symptoms? What was your experience getting out of bed and all of the all of the negative things that were happening?
1: Yeah, I really had to, um, because it's been over a year now, I really had to sort of think back into that mindset of, of what it was like. So, around March 2018, um, I was looking after my parents' farm. Around that time, they they dry off the cows. So I was back just doing some farm duties and I'd been out of action for a little while. Um, I hadn't, I love my exercise. Um, fitness has always been a really big part of my life, especially running. So the November, 2017, I lost my son, Max. He was born at 32 weeks and yes, sadly, six weeks later, he passed away. So Between November and March, I sort of, I hadn't, I guess I was just healing and around March I thought, yep, I'm going to get back into my exercise uh, and my fitness. And I've always been into running, cycling and swimming. And I thought, yep, my aim was to do a triathlon. So off I went running around my parents' farm and I just, my left knee just felt Really, really peculiar. It was, I thought I'd done my um, meniscus. It just felt like a real grind after the run and that sort of sticking, it was like a real sticky point in my knee around that meniscus area Um, and that went on for about three weeks. And I can vividly remember driving up to Melbourne, so a three-hour car trip, and my left knee just... It just, the fluid just filled up my left knee whilst travelling in the car on a three-hour car trip. I thought, oh, that's really sort of, that's unusual. But I, I knew my brothers, like in my family, we've, we've got sort of, you know, funny dodgy sort of dicky knees and my brothers had had previous sort of knee fluid retention in the, in the knees um, and, and they'd recovered. So I thought, oh, this is perhaps, you know, this is perhaps, very similar so the journey began (laughs) I went to the chiropractor I was getting dry needling Um, I went to the doctor I got draining they took um, the fluid I remember getting steroid injections Um, what's that called the cortisone injections Um, And this just went on and on for quite some time. Um, So during that period of time, I wasn't able to run, wasn't able to fulfil my dream of, hold up my dream, my goal of of doing that triathlon. And when I really wanted to, I think, you know, after losing a child, yeah, exercise for me then and my mental health was everything. So, yeah, so look. Uh, sleeping at night was so painful, um, you know, just rolling over sort of jars from, from my partner, you know, in the middle of the night. I remember, you know, getting out of the car and sort of sliding out of the car because I couldn't bend my knee. It was just so swollen. had a really sedentary job um, at the time I was working for as a graphic designer. So sitting, so I would sit with a box, under my desk, elevated because the joint was just so, it would throb and I just had no idea I wasn't getting any answers. So as time went on, um, I'm really fortunate I live by the ocean. So during this period of time, I I plunged, I plunged and I plunged and I swam in the ocean uh, to get some respite from that pain and also to help with my mental health. So we're going through the depths of windy warnable winter and I'm plunging in the ocean and limping around on the icy sand without an answer. And I think I was, I was plunging a lot as well because I was so tired. I was really, 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 really fatigued. So... Um,
0: how, long of, was, how long was this going on for? So just well, to recap, you've had yes. this like absolute world crushing, horrible experience of losing your son. Okay. And then you've been through that emotional upheaval and developed joint pain. And this is common. You've had a traumatic, a hugely traumatic event leading to the physical symptoms showing up. And you've had this terrible swollen knee that you've been through, the, you know, the cortisone shots and and so on. And, and it continues to swell. So what I want to know is how long, you know, how back in two thousand seventeen, how long did this go on for, and then did other symptoms start in other parts of your body whilst you were, you know, going through your emotional recovery and plunging in the cold water and so on?
1: Yeah, it did. So about so September, March to September, how many months is that?
0: Quite oh, a few. March months. to September, March, April, May, and June, July, yeah. August, six.
1: Yeah, yeah, So it took me six months to finally get a referral. Through I went to see a sports sports therapist, a sports, sports doctor. Yeah, yeah. I thought this guy is going to fix my knee. No one else is. Um, yeah. So he gave me the referral to see um, rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis specialist in Geelong. So a two hour trip. So yeah, I tell you what, you're right. I can vividly remember being in the bathroom and looking down at my right knee, and I'd noticed this extra swelling, and I thought, "Oh my god, it's spreading." And that it just—I thought, "What is happening? What is happening to me?" This, and that's when I knew that it was more than than what perhaps what my brothers had experienced in the past. So, um, so off I went to Geelong with my mother-in-law and. You know, we made a bit of a day of it, and in I went and met the rheumatoid arthritis specialist. And she did an amazing job at her job. She had the most incredible poker face, you know, about delivering how serious, um, how serious of a disease this was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she played down, I guess, the, the severity of, of, of my outlook and how that would look on me for the rest of my life, I guess. So, you know, I, I just sort of when she So she diagnosed me with seronegative rheumatoid arthritis. So that's when it, um, it mirrors large joints. So that's why it was going into the other, into the other knee. Um, And at that time, um, it might have been a little bit later on, it did start um, filtering into my lower back as well. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So um, I just sort of said, how does this happen? I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even, I knew what the, I didn't even know what rheumatoid arthritis was. I knew what arthritis was, you know, obviously the other type But I didn't know about this and, I'd given, my, I'd given her a bit of an outline of, of me. You know, um, I remember her asking me, Do, have, you, have you ever experienced eczema and have you ever experienced um, gut health, you know, sort of mm. gut health? And that was about it. Yeah. 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 But um, so I gave her a bit of a timeline of what happened with me and the trauma and the loss. So she understood mm. where I was at. So I sort of spoke about, okay, what, you know, what's going to happen? She said, look, we're going to start you on Sulfacelazine, yep, and we'll get going with there. A normal um, lady like yourself, I said, can I run? Yep, you you will lead a normal, healthy life. Um, What about if I want to try and have children again? Yeah, that'll be a little bit of a different story. We'll mix up your medication and we want you to, um, you know, we'll, we'll have you on a cocktail of things basically, you know, but it should be okay. And if it's not, come back and we will, up the dosage, we will try different types of medications and, you know, if worse comes to worse, we'll get you in for injections oh my god injections yeah so that's when it all kicked off September 2018 and I guess I was in a really vulnerable place I was you know I was just I just wanted to be pain-free the pain was just so uh, it was just so uncomfortable I just yeah yeah so I guess I was vulnerable and naive um and in that period of time the sports the sports doctor had given me some meds I can't remember the name of them just to tie over,
0: tie Prednisone. me over,
1: what was that, sorry?
0: Prednisone or prednisolone?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so. And it was just, I was in flight fighting, um, <laughs> freeze response. Fight and fight. Oh, it, that was just incredible. You know, the girls at work were sort of really quite concerned because my jaw would be clenched and it was like I had 20 cups of coffee.
0: Yeah, because they're still so, in- this steroids, mate. Oh, yeah.
1: God. So, okay, so off I went. So what are we looking at? Yep, so I started taking the medication. Um, you know, she said, look, it will take quite some time to start coming into effect. And my energy levels were just so low. So I'm naturally a really active person. I love sport. I love, I love my fitness um, and naturally very optimistic and positive but I was just flat you know it was like my inner flame was out you know um I can remember being in a girls trip in Noosa and and just so tired I I I was just so unbelievably tired so so yeah so time went on um would have been about December 2018 and we did a zoom chat with the rheumatologist and she said how's it all going you know what it's it's not great i the swelling's gone down a little bit but not a lot it was as easy as as buying Panadol off the shelf you know she said not a problem I'll prescribe you more medication so to 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 help further on with you know further on with the reduction so yep I took that so I was on two types now." Um, what was the I,
0: other type? Do you recall?
1: Oh, I can't actually, re- I can't recall that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't recall the okay. name of it. So I was now on two. So my sister sent me, my sister sent me a, um, she said, obviously my sister knew my situation and my past and she'd seen a documentary on Netflix called Heal. So it was a very similar um, sort of story or documentary about a football player and how and how he had a vulnerable injury, and it was just very similar to my story. But it didn't give me the answer. It didn't give me the answer. It was more about the mind and healing through the mind. I thought, okay, yep, yeah, there has to be more out there than this. So that's when I really started my investigation. I thought, yep, yep, there's more out there. But I, 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 I remember being on the internet and just looking and looking and. I couldn't find you, and you—you know—I couldn't find anything about um, healing through through food until I um, my naturopath um, was at work in sort of around January 2019, and a little quiet word to her, you know, just over the counter, um, and she said, "Come in and see me." So that's when the ball sort of started to get rolling, and she said to me, "Yep." We, we, I can help you with this and I can get you off the meds. But it will take some time. So that's, a,
0: that's a very bold uh, naturopath. She's got a lot of, uh, yeah. Lot of confidence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a huge shout-out to Sharon Holland um, in mm-hmm. Warrnambool. She, she, um, she had my back, but she was the first person that said to mm. me that, that she had helped treat someone like me. So she had me sort of on a range of things and had got the ball rolling, not quite as strict as the, plant, as the Clint Patterson program, but I had started, you know, I had started um, in that whole food space. And I guess in that period of time, I did a lot of research myself. I did a lot of reading about the disease. And I, I, I vividly remember this one Line in a book or whether it was online that just shocked me and shook me to the core and I guess doing that research and and reading that bit of information made me so determined so anyone out there that and that's what I want to advocate today to 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 people listening is to really do research and understand the disease and the severity of it so the the line that the got me was um they described it as rheumatoid arthritis as burning down the house slowly burning down the house and just you know sometimes it just rung with me and I thought oh my god I don't get on top of this my body my organs are just going to perish
0: yeah. Yeah, no I I don't know whether or not it's the phrase that I use which is that having the disease is like having a house on fire and you don't let it burn. You immediately bring in yeah. every single fire truck that you know and you put it out as quick as can. You don't just sit back and let it burn.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So, so in the midst, so I, I was with the, the naturopath. We'd sort of got the ball rolling, um, and I happened to be a govider, and govider is a natural um, health food store in Warrnambool. Huge shout out to the girls there; um, they do an amazing job. And Helen Harris, I was just chatting to Helen Harris, um, a worker there, and I told her about what's been going on, and. Um, Actually, she'd lost a child as well. She'd, she'd lost a little baby as well. And I think that's where we built that sort of connection. And I told her about my rheumatoid arthritis and she said, oh, you must, she wrote, I've still got the little piece of paper. She said, you must um, look up Clint Patterson when you get home. I went to a forum or a um, one of your conference, conference, yeah. Mm. And I did. I got home and I looked you up and I was like, yes, this is gold. So I quickly bought, you know, I, I bought your, your program. Um, I, I, I downloaded the app. I sent the, and I've got them still here now, I've got your program printed off and I got it spiral bound and laminated. And um, at that time I, w- I started studying and um, I was so excited to get go to the printer because I knew it was ready, that I'd left class early. I think I left at about 10. It was like a full day. I just, I just really wanted to get my hands on it and, and read it. So I did. I left, I left TAFE and I went and got your book. And um, that's when the magic happened. That's when it all started. I got straight onto the cleanse. And I think it was great where I was at, you know, and what I was doing with my naturopath, but your program just catapulted my healing. And instantly, so I started the cleanse. I started juicing. Um, I, th- I think yeah, the cleanse really, really catapulted um, my yeah my my recovery, my healing, and my energy just went through the roof. It just I felt alive, you know, like I almost feel like I was just existing, and I, um, I guess I was. I was just sort of dragging my body around. So it was just so amazing and it was easy for me to, to, to stop drinking alcohol, love a good drink, love a party, to stop drinking coffee, to say no to, um, and I did it for four months. So I did your program for four months um, with ease actually. I did it with ease. I, you know, I went to parties and I'd go to um, hen's parties, and and it, and it really didn't bother me. Yeah, that that's where it all started, Clint, and it's just it's changed my life. And I think that your program's not only healed me, but it's made me. And it's funny, isn't it? Like you go through these challenges in your life, but it's given me the key to understand how your body can function at a really high frequency and vib- vibrancy through, through a plant-based diet. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Wow. And, and
1: wow. It, it, yeah, it's educated me to understand that and I look back at, you know, I look back at my life and now, yeah, it's, it, it's you know, I feel so good inside and out because I know how to eat. And I know what makes me feel
0: good. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that, you know, if if you were to study animals in the wild, a chimpanzee knows what to eat. It doesn't have to look it up on the internet. A a tiger knows what to eat. Uh, Every other animal, other than human beings, just know inherently what to eat and they don't question it and they seek it, even if it's challenging to get food. You know, if a lion only eats every four days and to, to get food, it has to take an entire day and a pack of pack of them to be able to expel all the energy they have to just get one catch or one kill to feed the the, the family of lions and then lie down for another four days. They don't ever question, is there a better way of doing this? Should I be eating something else? No, it's just how it is. But with humans, which it's like we just don't seem to have ever worked out or at least have understood until probably the last several decades and, and especially in the last the last decade how the body responds best to food and what tends to prolong life. And yes. a a plant-based diet does that according to the science. And so we've had the studies now, and we've we've seen this and we've we've had enough research done on enough people to know that look, the body likes fiber. It likes it likes, you know, to thrive. It thrives on plant-based foods. And so you've got the keys to life. When you know what to eat, you do it that's like one of the biggest keys oh. to life that we should be just we should be educating our our, our children from when they're born you know what i mean yeah so. I,
1: I, it's and it's 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 everything really like anything you, you you eat that's what it's your fuel it's it's a key to to a happy life yeah
0: mm. Mm. so some things come to mind. Uh, first of all, you mentioned the word catapult. I love the word catapult and catapult, it, it,
1: yeah.
0: catapulting. Yes. Yeah. So that implies to me that changes happen quickly. So did yeah. you experience fast changes?
1: Yep. Yep. 100%. Yep. It was, a, it was a little while ago when I did it, but yeah, absolutely. So, and I was working with my naturopath to gradually come off those meds as well. I didn't want to do it too quickly. But I noticed within, you know, the first couple of weeks reduced inflammation, especially in my left knee, which was the, the most sort of vulnerable knee. So absolutely within that first couple of weeks and in that month, I I was just, I was killing it. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> awesome. I, I, really, I really was. And, and, and my naturopath, you know, she was sort of walking with me as well. She's like, oh, Louie, I... I expected, you know, um, this to take a lot longer. But, you know, she, yeah, she expected it to take a lot longer. But I'd done it in such a short amount of time, and and I was gentle as well. Like I, I didn't, I didn't push myself to exercise. You know, I just, I took it, took it really gently. Mm -hmm. And that's one piece of advice. I couldn't do everything in your program. I couldn't do the Bikram yoga, although I would have loved to. We didn't have that facility. Um, here in Warrnambool, but instead I went to the beach, and I think that's one piece of advice that I'd love to give to your listeners is just manipulate, um, you know, things that you can't quite do in your program um, and tailor it, tailor it to you, to your, mm. to, to where you are at. Yeah. So I, 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 for four months, I, I can't quite remember um, how, what sort of time frame it was when I come off all the meds. But um, I I wrote my, um, and I, sorry, I I went on a European holiday um, in the August and I thought, here we go. I thought this is really going to test me to see whether or not, whether or not, because I couldn't, I couldn't control the way I ate in that four-month period. Yes. So the beauty, the beauty was, um, and I will say, it does require a lot of energy and time and preparation. Well, I'd never had so many pots and pans, you know, and juicing equipment before. So while I was studying, it was awesome. You know, I, I had my set times and I'd set my meals and, you know, all my, my peers were just so intrigued with what I was doing, you know, like, what are you eating But, yeah, I I couldn't control that. I I did and I remember in the first week of the holidays I sort of, you know, I I got some basics and things like that. But I did allow myself to indulge. I drank alcohol and I drank coffee um, and I tried some things that I wouldn't normally, that I hadn't in the last four months and I was sort of, I was waiting for it, you know, I was waiting for the inflammation just to flare and it didn't and it Mm. didn't flare. Um, and I was so happy. So in the back of my mind, I thought this is really, this is really interesting to see. So I wrote my um, rheumatoid arthritis doctor, specialist, a letter. And I guess it was a very cathartic experience to do that. And I never got a response, which is fine. But I, I it just, and it, and it baffles me, Clint, like. Um, well, what did you write in the letter? I wrote in the letter my findings of how I got to be in her office. So I, I understood the core route through my investigation and through your help and my naturopath. I understood that leaky gut. So um, I, I've always had sort of a bit of a dodgy gut going through the trauma and the loss of my my son Max and what impact that would have had on on my whole being and my my knee injury so that predisposed knee injury, I understood it. I was like, right, I I, I get it. Yep. Yeah. So I just said, dear doctor, you know, I no longer require your, you know, your assistance. I understand the core root of of the problem and yeah I'm just baffled that um, I don't know I don't I, the words
0: like I, I think what you're wanting to I think what you're wanting to say the, the the sentiment that you're wanting to convey is that it would be nice that the people who you go to see as the basically the pinnacle of your yeah. your treatment understood that diet plays an incredible role in the outcome of the patient and that anything that affects the gut microbiome affects the outcome of the patient. They are very much aware that pre-existing conditions in joints tend to attract more inflammation and tend to be sources of high disease activity. In fact, my rheumatologist told me that, I think, in our very first visit. So we know the medical community, very much aware of that. What we would really like is that they are aware of the science, the published medical literature that shows how much diet plays a role in rheumatoid arthritis. And something like our program just takes it to an extreme where it's a compilation of the science put together into one source where you can address the microbiome from every Every angle from exercise, diet, supplements, and so forth. So it's interesting also to me that you came off the meds with your naturopath. Um, So did you actually not go back and see the rheumatologist again?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: You know what? And I've never had a follow up. I've (laughs) never, (laughs) like, I've never had a call. I've never had a call back from that. (laughs) All right practice to see if I was okay. Like imagine,
0: yeah. Right, right. interesting. Yeah, Definitely. right. So, so, that must, okay. so that must
1: mean they did get the email.
0: <laughs> okay, so that chapter's closed for the moment. Um, so what about um, the knee? How's the knee Today and I can you just clarify for me because right at the start of our conversation and I'm not sure if I'm yeah. the only one who got this wrong but it sounded like you said you were diagnosed a year ago but the symptoms started 2017. So just give us the timeline in terms of key. key can I attempt it and you correct me? So yeah, yeah, um, somewhere throughout 2017 the, the knee began to swell. It had swelling for six months that wasn't controlled by um, you know steroid injections. Then you noticed the other knee started to swell. You started sulfasalazine, and then later when that was failing, you added another drug, which you don't recall the name of. And then you saw the naturopath, and then you started the Patterson program, and about four months after doing those interventions, you were able to to come off the medications. How long ago since you took your last med? Uh,
1: That would be... Be, let's have a little look here. Um, I mean,
0: roughly a year?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, no, it would have been about, say, March, April, April, April or May last year.
0: Oh, oh right. So, a year and a bit. And how is the knee or knees now?
1: So, I achieved my goal, and yeah, it was. Oh. It was I you did, did the triathlon? Yes. Oh my gosh! So, That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was pretty. Look, and so the um the Warrnambool Triathlon Club um, held uh, little mini triathlons uh, in November last year, and someone just, a friend of mine, just said you should give the little mini triathlons a crack. You know. So um, so I did, and um, I I got myself a bike. Um, natural sort of swimmer and, and runner, and and yeah, I, I competed in the three mini triathlons, and then I I ran in the um, Olympic size. I competed in the Olympic size triathlon here. Uh, when was that? That was summer. Might have been January. Uh, yeah, January. No, sorry, January this year, and wow. um, it was. You know, it was amazing. I thought, yeah, that was a really big milestone for me to achieve. Actually, so I did eventually get there. Um, I, I'm pain free. My knees are great. I can run. Um, I can swim. I can ride. But yeah, I, I achieved that goal. So it, not not a lot of people know my story. You know, a few people do, and I think inside me, when I was competing. I I was I was lit up inside. I was so happy that you know I was able to what I'd overcome. I think you know what I've overcome in the last couple of years is massive. And I think to 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 heal yourself through through food through a plant based diet is yeah, it's incredible. And I think that's the main reason why I wanted to come and interview. Do this interview with you today to reach people because I know what it's like to be all alone and have no understanding. So it doesn't, you know, and I'm sure this stems to a lot of other diseases out there. That there is, yeah, I really want to promote and advocate uh, your program, I guess. Yeah.
0: We should reach out to uh, plant based news, which are a large reach. Organization based out of the UK, but have a very large worldwide reach. Uh, they'd love your story. Uh, reach oh. out to Plant Based News. I'll I'll grab a contact for you, and 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 they'll run your story because it's it's really really cool. One thing I love about it is, um,
1: oh, you know, it's on.
0: quite it, it's quite complete. You know, so you've got quite a complete recovery, and it's also really focused on the food side of things. And so it it makes for a great story, a real feel-good story for a really, really wide audience. So I I recommend you do that. The other thing that I like about it is that it's, you know, your attitude's so good, you know, and that's not to say that all other guests have not. It's just that, you know, you're saying to me, I want to promote this message and... I feel that I can assist you with that, and say, okay, well, we're doing this, but if you want to take that further, let's take it further. Reach out to Plant Based News. I mean, then you're yeah. hitting, then you're hitting a really, really big audience, and so I'll see what I can do to assist with that.
1: Oh, that would be amazing! Yeah, yeah to help. It, it, it's the whole package, isn't it? You know, it's your psyche, your mental health, your your being. You know, and if people are suffering. And, mm. and, and taking that tablet, there is more to life, you know, mm. there is more to life than just feeling 50%. Yeah,
0: absolutely. 50%. When, when you were telling your story, I was nodding along with such familiarity and I'm sure so many other yeah. people were. The drugs... Yeah can cause a lot of fatigue the disease causes yeah. fatigue so even without the drug you would have been suffering from lower energy levels and then and then yeah. the medication as well for some people the side effect is lower lower energy yeah. me with my methotrexate it was i was actually smashed i was like a zombie walking around all the time so i totally get it and yeah. so look you know the naysayers might say oh look louise she didn't it was zero negative so it wasn't zero positive which tends to have a a, a less uh, overall severity so naysayers might say that naysayers might say you know oh well you know you're a high responder and and it doesn't normally happen so quick and the answer to this is so what this is your story you had it, you, this could have ended up in an absolutely shocking scenario. The fact that you were developing it in your other knee. I mean, if you play this forward long enough with enough inflammation in those knees, that's a double knee replacement in a couple, well, let's say worst case, let's say 10 years time. And then you've got all the medications that you're taking, which can lead to other side effects and all sorts of lifestyle, sort of challenge depression, all this sort of stuff. So look, let's not compare you to anyone else. Let's just look at what you were going through and where you are now. And it's extraordinary. It is extraordinary. The way the body can heal, you are all swollen in the knee and then all that swelling has dissipated and been removed from the body and your knees now back to normal. I mean, God is good, right? This is freaking incredible, okay?
1: And I think the funny thing is, you know, growing up on a dairy farm and growing up on dairy and meat and you know, and but I was uh, in this like you were just then lit up. I was so into it and so excited. You know, I'd be telling telling people my story. I'm like, is that fascinating? Like, but nobody <laughs> like I wasn't getting the response I was looking for because. <laughs> <laughs> People don't, not a lot of people get it. Not a lot of people understand. I I personally feel, and I was in that space too, like say if I can advocate for people in the southwest of Victoria and be that person that helps another, I will be, I feel so humble um, in doing so. but
0: I always compare it to cancer because people understand cancer. They, when you hear cancer, the, the human reaction is, oh, okay, if you can beat that, blah, 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 let's get the whole community together and get balloons and give you money. All right. So, And I'm not being facetious. I'm just saying that my illustration is everyone comes together and rallies for you and there's a community support. When it's autoimmune, it, there's a lot of kind of like, mis- there's just no understanding. There's, there's whispers behind closed doors. There's oh what, what's going to happen to them? They're going to be end up crippled and stuff, and nobody yes. understands because it's just this, it's it's this weird, misunderstood, and uh, just this cloud of confusion. So when you then say, "Hey, and now I feel great," there yes. isn't the before feeling of tremendous understanding and concern to then relieve that with the own oh, now what an achievement and then you've got that happy connection between the two differential points mm-hmm. instead it's like okay well I was confused before and now you say you're better okay but what does that mean like you know there's not that sudden snap oh. of happiness
1: oh, oh mm. yeah yeah abs- absolutely and It's education, isn't it? And it's that awareness, you know. And if I can help someone in that period of time when I couldn't find what I was looking for, um, whether it's rheumatoid or lupus or you know any Mm. other autoimmune, there'd be thousands of people with autoimmune diseases that could greatly benefit from from your program. So I hope today by coming on here that I've inspired someone. Please contact me if you want, you know, I'd love to be contacted if that's possible and um, and help motivate, you know, like I think that I'm really lucky because I had that motivation in me. I had that determination to, to, to smash this disease. And 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 yeah, I did. And and also, you know, it's going to be a core foundation of my life moving forward. So Um, Why I'm doing your cleanse again is, you know, I was sort of back on the coffee and back drinking wine in isolation um, here during the pandemic. Um, Pretty good. Like I've I've been, you know, predominantly plant-based, but I've just introduced especially coffee. Coffee I have significantly understood with my body. We just don't get along. So oh, it, it drains me of my energy. Um, I know it sounds really strange, but um, that's why I'm back on your, your cleanse program at the moment, to cleanse, to, to restart. Um, and I really think moving forward, my body functions a hell of a lot better on a plant-based diet. You mm. did a great job, Mum and Dad. You know, raising me on that dairy farm with full cream, fat milk, and and beef, but I I, I really do function better on a plant based diet. That's
0: yeah, funny that it's, it's it's funny that that also uh, tends to be the case for most people. But uh, it yeah. can take a long time when switching before the body starts to develop the enzymatic activity and the gut microbiome to match the food. So yeah. I describe it as you're driving down quickly down one side of the road and then when you switch immediately to a plant-based diet, it's like having to cross over the median strip and it's like clunky and you're hitting trees and you're going through grass and down the gut and then yeah. you've got to get back onto the other road and then yeah. you've got to slowly build up momentum and acceleration on the other side. And the whole process can be a big shake-up and it's all some kind of you know, disruptive process, but slowly the body adjusts the digestion starts to adjust. uh, And uh, and then we feel good. But yeah, there can be a bit of a clunky period for a few weeks, sometimes a month or so. So I think the only thing that we agreed to talk about before this, I don't think we've quite nailed it. And just even though we're on a bit of a high and we could wrap it up now, just for completeness so that we don't think, oh, we should have mentioned that is the curiosity angle. You said that you wouldn't have gotten here if you hadn't have been curious, if you hadn't have seen the naturopath, if you hadn't have spoken to the, uh, the wonderful person at GoVita who saw me speak at, at one of their conferences that I was hosting. So you said that the curiosity is important. Can you explain that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, I guess it's the curiosity around what's happening to you holistically the bigger picture, mm. you know, um, the curiosity to your lifestyle, um, to your past, to your past medical history, to really question, really question um, where you are and why you're at this point. And, you know, I, I, I don't come from that medical, you know, that sort of medical background or that health, real health our crown. so for me to really investigate and research what this disease was um, and to really weigh up you know really weigh up the pros and the cons you know of what that looks like um, going down going down two paths you know and yeah and I, I think to network, you know, to have those little conversations and be brave enough to talk about your health. I think especially being someone who likes to make someone feel uplifted, you know, talking about your problems and your issues, um, especially your health, you know, have those little curious conversations with people, you know,
0: I completely agree. Have these conversations and yes they're tricky to talk about if you're trying to be the upbeat happy person and then you bring up health and you've had a challenge, you know there's a there's a balance to make that conversation still remain a positive message and I think that you do a great job of that. You know your story is compelling, you have you know when you were talking about the onset of the condition and having you know, the, uh, lost Max and then the, the knees, you know. So all of this is very, very sombre and serious. But then you're able to say, hey, I hit the water. I'm swimming in the cold no matter what. I'm doing everything I can and I never gave up. And now you're doing cleansing again. It's like this is a lifelong thing. And yeah. whilst we hope that we never have to, you know, uh, you know, lose faith face and show up again with our tail between our legs to the rheumatologist Weirder things could happen. I've said in the past, you know, if one day I need to take medications because of some, you know, stupid change I've made to my diet, you don't know if I have some traumatic event and my gut microbiome gets blown out through through some horrible event, then medications might be necessary. We never say never, but we fight the fight every day because it's crucial. While we're swimming against the tide of a of a serious health condition, to swim at least as fast as the current trying to take us the other way. So I know you're going to do it because of your attitude and and the sort of natural optimism that you have and the vibrancy that you have. So I think you've conveyed a lot of that today, and that's been really, really great. There is naysayers, there are people who question and that if you can be the spokesperson and the and the source of light amongst your little community and get that out further by reaching more people, I think that you'll have found a part of your purpose. You know, this is such a rewarding and incredibly valuable gift to be giving the world is is helping people with their health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to take this time to thank you. Um, You have educated me and given me the key to optimal vitality. um, And that makes me a better human being
0: Oh, thank you, Louise. And thank you because, you know, whilst this is something like the 150th or something podcast, I still get goosebumps when, you know, I hear your story and I'm getting goosebumps as I'm hearing about you, you know, getting all your uh, kitchen organized to do the cleans, and how it's making you feel better and and so forth. and And it's just, it uplifts me. This session has been uplifting to me. To think yes, set up the camera, make another video, put it on YouTube, put up with occasionally some some nasty people saying silly things, because the vast majority the ninety eight percent who say wonderful things and then have wonderful experiences, is yeah. worth it, and so you know, thank you for giving me the energy again to to do this and uh, if any other people are thinking about telling their story, please reach out to me, come tell your story this is these stories that motivate me to keep doing the stuff to put out the content so thank you that,
1: that's what stories are aren't they you know we're here to we're all, we're all here for a purpose and yeah if if that's a part of my journey that you know i help people with their health and i'm i'm humbled to be able to to do so so but yeah thank you for um, yeah, giving me the key because it makes me a better human. It gives me the energy to be able to put myself out there and do things that I once was too tired to do.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, keep it up, Louise. Thank you so yeah. much. And uh, when you told me the triathlon bit, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that is brilliant. You did well keeping that from me. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm so disappointed oh, Well, because of the coronavirus at the moment. Um, what are we in? I, I probably would, yeah, I would have been really actually having mm. a bit more of a go- crack this year. Um, mm. I, I probably, you know, I reckon I would have got someone maybe, like a trainer, to to do me a bit mm. of a program to be able to compete, you know, this, mm. this summer. But because of the pandemic, that's not going to happen, but um, that's all good. Mm.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. It's, you know, compared to others who have been affected in much more negatively ways by the virus, like that's not too bad. And you were able to achieve that goal earlier anyway. And so anything beyond that is cream and any other exercise you can do regularly is going to be fantastic for your ongoing health. So I'm going to yes. wrap, wrap it up and say thank you so much and no uh, keep up the wonderful effort
1: yeah cool thanks so much clean and good luck to everyone out there thanks for listening to rheumatoid solutions if you'd like to get more help to live an easier healthier and happier life visit rheumatoidsolutions.com